Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Huber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only Beth Traversa. How you doing, Beth? Hey, doing great, Mike. Thanks so much for having me back again. Always a high point of my week to be here with you and everyone. So thanks. Awesome. The audience loves you. I love speaking with you. I love understanding what's going on. Working with the top 1% is amazing. And you just got some data hot off the press that I thought we I did. Just dropped. And I was figuring we could go over it a little bit. And you guys can maybe see like how I look at it and, and what we're seeing with what's happening uh, in October. And this is in the greater Seattle area. So to give some reference to it, um, some framework to uh, where that is. And we can let's take a look here. Um, sorry, technology getting it figured out here. Okay. So here is the latest data that just was released by the multiple listing service for our Northwest MLS, which is in Seattle and around King County. So, um, and this just shows to me, it points out to, it, it illustrates to me all the different sub markets that there are, even just in this one County. And this is one of probably about 10 or so counties in the Northwest MLS. And each one of these is like your somebody's buy box would be like sub markets of each one of these lines here. So just pointing out, there's a lot to a market. And when you distill it down to a couple of figures, it's only going to tell you just a really small part of the story. So, right. so here, um, one of the interesting things that I saw looking at it, well, first of all, is here's closed sales. And in Seattle, for example, we're down 40, almost 45% in transactions in October 22 versus October 21. And this is bumped up. In previous months, this was around 33 or right around in the 30s. Now we're in the 40s, mid 40s. Um, my area where I am over on the east side is is very different than Seattle. And so we were we peaked out at about 50% drop in transactions back in July. So we got hit hard fast. And now it seems like it's it's hard to know if I can really call us a rebound, but you know, it's only 33% now, now. So yeah. So just to orient people, we're on, if you're looking at this chart, we're in the blue section. Yes. It's the third, no, mm -hmm. second, no, first, where are we? What row? Yeah. Oh, you're looking a, at the percentage. Yeah. Yeah. I and I don't know if you can see my cursor moving around here or not. I don't I know if that now. comes across, but this is where I'm looking at right here at east side yeah. where, where I am. And so, and even in my little sub markets, I'm in this one here. So you can see like, it's interesting to show 645% more inventory. What? Wow. <laughs> but it went from 31 listings to 231, which is still, you know, and, and most of that was in one particular town in our area that's very tech heavy and, and has a lot right. of subdivisions. That one has exploded in inventory. Mm -hmm. um, and then what I saw, this is really interesting here, here. So everyone can move over to the right side. Um, Seattle, this was a su surprising stat to me. I had to look at this a couple of times to make sure I was looking at it correctly. 11.76% up median price year over year. Interesting. Yeah. Because that was not, that was lower and it bumped higher because they were at around 900 last month for median price and now they're at 950. So that's, so, so I, that's curious to me. 
So I want to talk about this because this is what I think is going to happen in lots of markets. So I want to talk about Seattle, that line Seattle specifically. So going from left to right, what we have seen is 86% what less listings, right? That's the first two columns. Yeah. So this is, this is new listings. So new so listings new are down. This is total active here. These two so columns are total active. So I just want to go column by column. The first yeah. two columns, you're basically saying Seattle has less new listings than the last year this month, right? Correct. This year we have 701. We had 701 new listings. We're in 2021. We had 864 new listings in October. Okay, so new listing is down. Yeah. Then However, we go to total active. Exactly. Total active this is, is interesting. Yeah. Total active is up considerably. Up They're not 86%. Yeah, exactly. Well, that could be for lots of reasons. Mm -hmm. Wish pricing. Yeah. You know, demand destruction. I mean, there's lots of stories behind that number. So if we yeah. keep, so that's the green section. Now we go to the pending. Yeah. So pendings are down year on year. 40%, 40%. pendings down 40%. Hence that explains why total actives are up. One of the reasons. Yes. Right. Right. Pendings because are it's down. not being absorbed. Okay. So mm -hmm. keep going. Now, close to, oh my goodness, close transactions yes. down 44%. So again, if you follow Michael Zuber, I've been telling you, <laughs> we're going to go down 30 to 50%. And yeah. People thought I was crazy. Well, there's 44%. Not crazy, verify. And look, so the only, all of these are way negative. This yeah, is everywhere. all, you know, we're talking about many different segments of the market here. So, and they're all down significantly, anywhere from about 20 well, 18% here is kind of the lowest one. Okay. 13, no, 13% 13 here. Um, but mo the vast majority of them, you know, if you go all King County, it's 41%. If you take them, bundle them all together and, you know, yeah. make one number out of it, it's 41%. So now we, now we go to the price number. Yeah. And, every, you know, again, I call the transaction crash, call big numbers. Nobody believed me. It's now here. But look at that price. Still up. Yeah. Let's call it 12% year on year. And then what I think is most interesting, what I want to reclarify is from your memory, the median price for what would have been September in Seattle would have been under 950. Yes, it was about 900, 899 or so. And that's what I think is going to happen because what we're going to start to see is distortion. Yeah. The real estate market in Seattle, as you can see earlier, um, there used to be a lot more transactions. So if you cut the transactions in half, Beth, yeah, what we're going to find out is where the most pain in the market is. And I suspect markets like Seattle, we're going to see higher distortions at higher prices. Because again, think about the low end. You're not going to whack the low end 100 grand to move a piece of property. No. However, if you have a nice property on the high end, you've been in there a while, you have the equity and you ha and you have to sell, you take a hundred K price cut, a lot of eyeballs come to it. You sell, it's still above the median. So it still pulls up the median price. I think we're going to start to see stuff like this. And I think that might've happened in Seattle. Yeah. And here's a couple other interesting things, Mike. So look down here, this is kind of my stomping ground here, East side. Mm -hmm. It's been, it's been 1,350 for several months now. It peaked at about a million six forty back in, earlier in the year. And then it immediately just went dropped down to about one. One three five, one three five, and um, so it's um now look at this, we're negative. Yeah. With that last last month, we were at about four percent positive. Now we're negative. That's the first I've seen that. And yeah. 
here's a nut. So that's kind of, that's, this is a very tech heavy area with lots of, you know, areas where there's just subdivision upon subdivision of, you know, lots of higher end homes. Mm -hmm. And so what I've been finding also, so the story behind some of these numbers is in, in my area, what I'm seeing is the, the, those subdivision type of homes are getting hit the hardest because there's more of them and buyers know if they just wait around, somebody's going to do a big price drop. And there's, it's kind of a game of chicken to see who's going to drop the most. Yeah. And who can blame buyers for doing that? And then, but then where I also work is in more of the rural area of East King County, where it's very unique properties, acreage, riverfront, you know, different asks, you know, farm properties, things like that. And what I have found is the ones that have that unique it factor are still selling really well because there's one of a kind and exactly. they're not, one they of wait, a kind, not yeah. like 50 of them available. So, but this, the, the ones that are um, a little more standard are the ones that are, are facing the stiffer competition um, here's another interesting thing I want to point out here. These are the very, very, I don't know if you can see where my cursor is, but this, if you yep. go up a little bit, um, this is the, uh, nice, um, nice, nice, this, nice area. Yeah. This is, a, this is like the Medina's like, we're think where Bill Gates and, you know, Bezos live and those guys, right. you know, that area they're up a 26%, 28%, you know, but again, there's not a lot of home sales in those areas, but look how much yeah. they've gone up. So it's like, and once you get to that echelon, I don't think don't, people really care as much about, you know. But yeah, months of inventory though, that that's your only four. Yeah. Yeah, because again. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, so they stay on the market a really long time, but here's the other thing too, is if there's a few very expensive sales, they can that can distort this too. I've seen that well, before where somebody does a record sale and it just messes up the data. So yeah. I'd have to look into that a little more, but that's one of those things that jumped out. Another thing that I saw that was interesting on a different chart, which I'm not going to bog people down with another chart, but that mm. the condo chart was way high. So jumps in con condo numbers were doing really great. Mm. Um, and when you combine the two, um, the residential with the condos, it turned all these numbers around. So instead mm. of the east side being negative, all of a sudden it's positive, like 7% and like what? So it just changed everything once you throw the condos in there. So it's important to really think about, make sure you're looking at the right, numbers um and i thought i thought that was interesting to see con the condo numbers being as strong as they were because um you know I, well i don't sell a particularly large amount of condos so mm -hmm. i can't say that i'm necessarily um super well versed on condos and all these different areas but that was an interesting thing and i thought maybe and also because the price point is lower maybe that means people are more or some people are going there maybe some first-time buyers are going to condos because they're a more affordable option is one option. Well, well, I, well, actually, I think that's exactly what's happening. I think what's happening is just like your your the market we're heading into where we have 50% drop in transactions, which is what we're looking on this basically. You still have some people that have to buy and some people have to sell. On the low end, you're going to get more buyers, i.e. condos, because what you're going to have is people that used to be able to afford a home be forced to trade down because of payment to buy a condo. The people that had to buy a condo are now going to be renters, right? We're seeing this whole, the people that have to buy, they, instead of buying a home, they're going to buy a condo because that's all they can afford. And then they'll move up later. And then there'll be some people that have to sell. And I think the pain to sell is going to be kind of above the median, but you know, that, that's going to, that, that'll take time to play out. But um, yeah. And I'm still, like yeah. I mentioned last week, I'm, I'm working on more listings now than I have since the springtime, which is really interesting to see. And I'm happy to mm -hmm. be doing it, but um, but I'm not seeing a, a large surge of inventory coming on the market. If anything, it's been really quiet with very few new listings coming on. Um, uh, that just goes back to show you the best of the best are going to get stronger in this environment. Yeah. 
And the people that are coming to me now um, are people that have a need to sell and they need somebody who's going to help them get it done. And they know it's not, I haven't talked to anybody in a while in my market that still thinks that they're going to get the same price that they were going to get in April. Right. Everybody, over. everybody has gotten the message at this point it, that I've talked to. So uh, everyone's realistic and they just want to know like, Hey, can we get it done? Can I sell my house now? What's it going to take to sell my house? What's the right price? What's the right prep? What's the right marketing? What do we got to yeah. do? So um, yeah. people are, are, it's people who are moving out of state, people who are retiring, people who are downsizing, people who have, you know, changes in their family where they just got to move, you know, job transfers, mm -hmm. things like that. That's always going to happen. That's always going to happen. So yeah. it never drops to zero, you know, even the no. darkest of the dark days and the crash, you know, it's never like they were no sales. So yep. yeah, there were mm -hmm. still plenty. There were 2 million sales at 18% interest. There'll be, there, there will still be sales. Exactly. Uh, so if somebody wanted to buy or sell or network with you, Beth, how can they figure out uh, or how do they reach out to you? Yeah, they could reach out to me through my website, bethtraversogroup.com or find me on Facebook. Awesome. Thank you so much. And we right. will see you Thank Friday. You. For yes. The I'm so looking forward to that. Can't wait to see you and everybody else there. All the rest of the gang. Yep. Folks, again, you're going to get the opportunity to ask Beth some questions. Make sure you take some pictures, ask for autographs, whatever you want. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Can't Beth. wait. Thank you. Bye. Bye.